Well, they can defend it. Let's go to the next village. They can't defend it, clearly. But it's not our job Oh, yeah, to totally. That, I'm following you on that one. That is where you and I differ. Oh, right, we'll send a runner back to the town now. Um, Enigma, uh, Banbury... It- hey, this is my first time to uh, experience a siege. I need to write a grand song about this. Come on! And the track rapidly enters a dark pine wood. And I'm going to be invisible. I'm going to ignore you for the entire trip. See someone at the side of the road. They appear to be a halfling. Ah, hello there. How are you doing? His smoke is very humble, but the colour appears to be made from hedgehog skins. Grunzel, nice to meet you, sir. Uh, what is your business? I have a little art to me that might let me make distances shorter and travel faster. Can I try and figure out what he is? There are various courts of the Fae. They tend to be very chaotic and very dangerous. And one was known as the Cloud of Teeth. I think I could probably get you to the place that you wish to go in a moment. We're good. Thank you very much for the offer. There's just this little hermit lady. If you could persuade her to come out and talk with me a bit. Go and probably warn her. Oh, young Bambury, haven't you grown? There's a little midgety fae outside that's trying to get us to get you out of your house. The name that he went by in first is Ambiforax, but he has lots of other names. The Terror of Prey, the Overthrowing Storm, the Cloud of Teeth. He is the huntsman. Grant him no blood. If we walked off the road, he wouldn't be able to follow us. And before X is in front of you. Nice to see you, he says. We're busy. He just kind of dissolves into a black cloud. And then the cloud dissipates very rapidly along the ground. Well, that got rid of him. You can hear the sound of hounds calling. You've cut your hand. And a few drops of blood hit the ground and they soak up super, super fast into the ground. If anything, the hounds behind you sound louder. Do I know anything about Faye's abilities to like cast weird spells where they put the wild hunt on you? Let's see what you know. Nothing. Banbury, congratulations, you've got experience. They are purely illusory. It's a huge slab, humanoid in shape, and you see its shoulders are covered in spines. You have the garrison of 14 fighters a broad curtain wall across the valley i would say job one is we destroy that bridge we will also take the roof off that building i had some plan involving stopping up the river if you had a source of powerful ice magic there might be a way you could dam the stream i will raise the sword and plunge it into the waters the pool seems to be freezing over too and above it there is a frozen waterfall going into a frozen hole in the rock. We can probably just let the stream be, can't we? Bear comes sprinting up from the lower valley, and she says, it looks like they're bringing a scouting party up. We'd better get ready to defend. I intend to dedicate myself to the defence of this wall. As Percival speaks, his holy symbol begins to glow. He will fight with honour now. A couple of the riders immediately just turn and ride off. Yes! I'm being quite brazen um, and just walking into the open, not attempting to make any sort of sneaky moves at all. The arrow spouts off like you're made of stone. Return to your masters and tell them that they are not taking this wall. Look who is leading us! We vault off the wall. (laughs) No, do not do that. You're not accustomed to wearing armour. You're going to be at minus one to dexterity for a while. You are now free of observation. Let's at least bring the bodies back and maybe, like, hang the bodies to scare the enemy or something. Where exactly did you learn how to play the loot or whatever it is you do? (laughs) Murder school. Bear says, they're coming. Looking down the valley, you can now see that it's filled with people. You can hear the sound of their heavy feet. And it is so many feet. 
the cloud breaks and a single beam of sunshine strikes the wall and illuminates Percival Cleft. Maybe if we survive this, we'll get nicknames. looking the corpses they they look very dead okay well i have pointed out to all my people that if it looks like they're coming back to life you push them over the edge pronto (laughs) it's a good morale boost yeah well (laughs) you know i'm not about morale i'm about keeping these mother bitches alive by the way if these corpses spring to life don't worry about it <laughs> and and they they do actually appreciate that you are uh, keeping them alive, and that that is important to you because you know you might be the compi- kind of commander to throw your followers' lives away. Oh God, no! I'm not going to let I'm not going to let Bear or Dodge or Boots die. Not in this fight. Good man, Tristan. Also, where's where's Grandpa Nods? Gramps is more of a foot soldier, so he's in uh, Percy's group. Uh, you keep him alive. I'm shouting this across to Percy. <laughs> Coming up the valley is a significant force. In fact, you see the front w- row of shields with the blue band across them. Oh. And all you can see behind that is a great crowd of people. Hmm. And they are approaching up the valley and You've fought some of their scouts, but now this seems to be the full army coming up in force. Jesus. As they begin to approach the pass, they slow down just below where the stream would be, the stream which is currently largely dried up and sealed with ice. (laughs) (laughs) At least we've made it easy for them, I guess. That's okay. We've established that ice is harder to walk over than water. (laughs) It'll be fine. (laughs) They stop there. Ooh. Oh, it's parlay time. Hmm. Well, what you see is that the front line stops there, and the others behind stop smartly divided in, into their groups. And then you can see some people coming forward and just looking at you. You recognise some of the scouts from earlier. I thought we cut them down to a man. Uh, no, we let one go so that they could uh, return to the main force and divulge all of our tactical advantages. It seemed like a really good idea at the time, but now that I Why think about it... I didn't hear this! I jumped off the wall to shoot them! Yeah, there were some that were <laughs> caught, but uh, some of them Percy deliberately sent back. Oh, why? Mm. Um, That's a sort of morale just, thing, but now looking just, upon the thousands upon thousands of troops... Yeah, just to let them know that we have that 16 it wouldn't have made that men. much difference. Well, 
at least they know that the ten men I've propped up are clearly a lie. <laughs> yeah, which, which I suppose also is is kind of good because any any hope we might have had to just try and stall for time and persuade <laughs> them that something else was going on has pretty much been scuppered by uh, yep. staking nice Your guys good with nature. the spine and lashing them to no, the side that, of the wall. No, that was a good thing. You can see most of the Ice Watchers have uh, blue emblems on their shields and you can see there are different units in the army and the ones that have come forward first have a straight blue band across their shields and these are heavy shields um, like tower shields and Hmm. they have fairly short stabbing swords and fairly heavy armour on and they look like a uh, very much a hand-to-hand unit they've come up first and arrayed themselves shield forward and between the two units of those you can see the scouts you sent back and some people in the grey colours that you know to belong to the Sunder and they're pointing and talking amongst themselves obviously you can't hear what's going on there now you can also see a group with a design that looks like three teardrops Uh and that emblem you recognise from the priest that you fought in the pit and you can see what looks like a large number of priests grouped together under that emblem they they seem to be not in a great hurry. Uh, what are you going to do? Hmm. Well, not a lot we can do. We, we've got the fire ready to set, haven't we? How many arrows do you have, uh, Tristan? I've got enough that I don't think we're ever going to run out. You've got, have you got at least one for each of these guys we're looking at? Yeah. Okay, that's, well, well, that's something. You want me to take the shot? No, no. Um, we So let's see, we're about four hours in. Um, and from what I recall, the nearest village was a day away, which means oh. that support is coming in, I don't know, about two days. So all we have to do you're, is you're pretty optimistic hold, that they... hold these people off for about 44 hours. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, <laughs> assuming that Bambri and Enigma made their way directly to town, and I imagine they would have... Uh, there's, yeah. there's no way yeah. they they would have got distracted or... Uh, they didn't strike high. me as the, the sort that you couldn't rely on. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should probably place our, our faith firmly in them making their way directly to the nearest village. I'll be honest, if, if I didn't, I'd probably jump off the wall again. <laughs> you Well, you've done that, so I'm not yeah. sure what that says about our faith. I'm going to yell at the guy. There's an army coming. You don't want to be attacked by it either. Let us through. We've got shit to do. He says, well, indeed I don't, but I also don't need you both to get through. And more blood would give me more strength, would it not? You're going to get strength from blood, yeah? There's an entire army that will die right on your doorstep if we both get through and spread the message, and then you'll get massively empowered. Massively. An entire army is going to die next to your woods. If we both don't get through, there's not a guarantee that this message will get sorted and that my contacts and Enigma's contacts will spread the message out and that a big battle will happen. It might be that army kills two, three people at the border and then walks through and everyone surrenders. Because that will happen 
if an army isn't raised this side, you have a much better chance of getting more blood, one person's blood, woo, an army versus an army, dying on your doorstep, massive. He says, well now you make a compelling argument, that's quite a deal you're putting in front of me. I rather like the sound of it, but I also like the sound of hounds. Snapper, bite him. And uh, the scent hound bites at your leg, Bambury. <laughs> <laughs> well, roll a d6. <laughs> there we go, one. Woo! Pretty much is illusionary, bitch. <laughs> it, it's close to illusionary, but it's ripped your robes up pretty impressively for an illusion. But it's so little damage, I'm almost confused as to, is that real? Probably not. That's probably just a mental thing where I'm like, oh, that might have hurt. But just hardly a few drops of your blood drip into the ground and vanish super quickly. I might stab it with my pre-drawn rapier. (laughs) Okay, take a a swing at it. Boom. You immediately kill it. (sighs) Your rapier goes straight through it. That is illusionary. Ben, does it dissipate or is there a body now slumped on the floor? No, there's a body slumped on the ground. It's not. Blood is draining rapidly from it and being sucked into the ground. Yeah, like, fella, <laughs> seriously, you're not working on a mental level. Do one. Two more hounds are appearing out of the uh, forest. We need to get past this dude. Another sight hound and another scent hound. Right, Enigma, I'm going to kick this guy in the nuts. Yeah, so 44 hours... It's, I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's going to be a quite a hard slog, um, unless we can come up with some way to delay them mm. somehow. No, you're a persuasive guy. I, I maybe you could not like where this is going. <laughs> um, I'm thinking you're going to give me a white flag any minute and a horse. <laughs> oh no 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 no. Um, well. We don't have a horse. We have all the horses that we bought the dead bodies back on. They're at the bottom of the wall there. Oh, do we have horses? Well, um, yeah. You you had you had a couple of horses, but they have kind of trotted off back to the army where their friends are. I tied them That's up. You never mentioned doing that. Oh, I didn't <laughs> think I had to. I thought it was given. As a horsey person, I thought you would know you never leave a horse unhobbled. <laughs> That's right, terminology. I did have plans for the horses, but unfortunately, because you're such a horsey person, I thought I'd leave that whole plan <laughs> in my head. That, that's probably best. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd leave that. He's not going to like this plan, but it mm. would have been good. For a second there, I thought we had 16 of us and some horses. No, no, no. And, you know, that would have been nice. Well, I thought we did have the horses, but... How about how about we, we start with this? Okay, so, yes, they, they've got an army of, of thousands upon thousands, I, I assume, I don't know, so many that, that, that we can't see the end of them. However, we do have a tactically superior position. If they can get away with not losing anyone at all just to get through there, then... It would seem to be some value in that, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, I mean, we are stood at the top of the wall, and we can just shoot them, uh, and that is going to be a bit pointless to, to throw people at it if there might be another way. So, mm-hmm. in the hope that there might be some opportunity to parlay, what we could do is suggest a contest of champions and play for time as long as we can in choosing it, perhaps by nominating a fight upon the dawn tomorrow or something like that anything that you can think of to basically play the time 
Um, I don't. I think. I think that's great. I think in the mm-hmm. perfect world, the army that wants to destroy everything behind us might suggest that a, a a little scrap was fun. Whoa! They've just doubled in size. Um, I think we're just gonna have to balls to the wall. This one, I'm afraid. I would set that barn on fire right Let's now. Set the barn on fire. In fact, no. Let us let send somebody down. Um, and yeah, just have them stationed there to await our orders. Okay. Uh, they obviously look like they're moving forward at the moment, but they might just be sort of precariously making their way through that icy bit. It looks as though they might be getting into position. Let me guess. Siege weapons. Brilliant. They do not, as far as you can see, have any siege weapons. There's nothing that you've seen yet. Right. What songs do I have? Right. What is the... Sorry, what's the limit of the arrows? They are outside of arrow shot as yet, although there was a very lucky shot that made it almost this far. Hmm. I know. I was thinking I might take another. Where's the line for arrow shot? They're staying roughly outside of arrow shot. I, I will just remind you that you do have a set of battlefield moves, and one of those moves, Tristan, is called Rousing Speech. For me, I'm just a bard. Which can prepare your army for, and kind of strengthen their hearts for a coming battle. Now, Tristan, do we have the banner that we looted from the tomb of Avana Sarista? Why, yes, we do. I whip it out from my pack that has been on me the whole time. Tristan, is it in your pack? Can you just check what's in your pack? I'm pretty sure you don't have it. Well, we'll either have a banner or an IOU from Enigma. Yeah, look, it (laughs) says it there. Look, it says banner there (laughs) under goods quality chainmail. Then it says banner. Have you just written that? Why would I just write it now? (laughs) I'm not that smart. And I probably would have written it down as an attribute of the chainmail. (laughs) <laughs> there wasn't any other space to write it <laughs> I couldn't find another gap I was like there's no there's no bag slot hence I had to ask yeah no it, it's a sad story but the uh, banner is not with you Mother nature. so they're beginning to line up and, and you're seeing the numbers your troops are getting a little bit anxious Dodge is like there's a lot of them aren't there do you reckon we're going to be all right, boss. Okay. His speech time. His speech time. Go for it, Tristan. Whilst Tristan's giving his speech, I'm going to try and get some healing from um, the priesty guy we got with us. Okay, yes. Uh, so you can talk to uh, Auntie, and yeah. she will give you uh, some healing. Roll 1d8. Okay, you get back... Three. Four. Four oh, hits, four. Gwyn. Cool. Uh, stop. Okay, right, I need to think this through. Um, do you remember the vision that you had when we were when we were um, going through the tomb of Avara Suista? Yeah, you could do something based around that. Mm, no, it does seem to be a fairly fairly comparable no. situation. Granted, she, she yeah, did die horribly. I'm, but... I'm not going to mention that one. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Tristan kind of stands. He draws his rapier, and then he. Then he thinks better of it. He kind of looks around. He does that kind of... <laughs> kind of just jumps off the wall. So I'm, he stands. He gets up. Stands on the crenellations. Just then the wind whips, catching his cloak. Billowing in. 
And I gather, gather round, men and women of this, this fine fort. So as they they gather round, take a knee, take a knee. They all gather round, and they all they were expecting some rousing words. They know this this bard has some big power behind him. And he looks at each one in turn. Boots gives her a nod. Nails. Uh, Grandpa. And everyone, he picks people out. And he looks down and he says, I'm not going to tell you that we're definitely going to survive this. I'm not going to tell you this is going to be easy. This is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. This, this could be our grave. This long, cold, stone grave. But let me tell you this. This is the sort of thing songs are made of. These are the stories that will echo through the ages. They will see that 15 men, because there are 15 of them and there's me and him, isn't there? Yes. 15 brave, 16 brave men and women, whatever, stood against an army of unsurmountable odds. We don't know whether we're going to live this day. Another man, another general, I'm not a general, I'm just a bard, might tell you this was a surefire thing, but we're probably going to die. (laughs) But we die for our friends, our families, our loved ones. We die for the realm we love. So I say to you, even though we die here today, our names will live on. Assuming they don't just roll over us and crush everything in the realm we are going to be known as heroes here we just have to hold for 44 hours <laughs> until the relief army can arrive this some might say has been uninspiring but to me this is truth the time for stories and songs is later now is the time for truth now is the time to fight now we die but we die as heroes. Who's with me? <laughs> and to your surprise, they actually do seem encouraged. Roll 2d6 plus 2. You're not the sort of people that I would lie to. You're not a crowd and in a tavern and an inn. You're soldiers. You know the way of the world. 11. Boom! Yeah, that is what I thought. That is an outstanding speech. Everyone cheers. These men and women respect honesty. Within the battlefield rules, your unit has morale. But both units, because they all gathered around. Good, good. Yeah, both units are now at the highest possible morale. And you have three hold, which means you can, three times, you can add plus one or more to a roll for any group move you make. Okay. From down in the valley, you hear chanting. Oh. Tristan, Tristan, Tristan. Yes? No? And you see that the group of priests is moving forward. And above them, a mist begins to form and around them. Oh. Their voices are merging in this weird, strange chant. It sort of is momentarily harmonious and then it's a disharmony and you can hear all these strange tonalities in it but the mist above them is growing stronger. What do you do? Two things. One, I am going to get my guitar 
and I'm going to start singing like a motherfucker. I'm going to sing so loud that it puts them off. And as soon, my archers have been told that as soon as those priesty dudes pass that line, they are to loose and not stop. Okay. For the moment, assuming they don't miss horribly. <laughs> so I'm going to actually start. I'm going to pick the most rousing, distracting. You know what? Bam, track six, one silver. It's on. It's one as loud as I can. I am going to start singing one silver, and that is going to stop their chanting in its tracks. That is a super brutal strategy. Yeah, I'm old school. I'm, I'm, I'm not holding back. I'm going to hope these priests like it as much as a, a woman who shall remain nameless. <laughs> I know it's her favourite song. I do this for her. I do this for her. That is pretty exciting. So what I would like you to do is uh, to roll Arcane Art, which is a charisma roll again. Come on, heading. Not bad. Not bad. Not the best. Not the worst. So what happens is, as you sing, and your voice interrupts theirs. Yes. And the mist starts to dissipate around you. Hey! um, As your singing kind of interrupts what they're doing. But as it does, you see a kind of uh, a single strand seems to follow the thread of your voice. You find yourself immersed in this cool mist, and it doesn't hurt, but it sort of makes it really obvious to anyone below where you are on the wall. Mm -hmm. But their song has been interrupted, and you see them back off for a while. Yeah, screw it. I'll take, the, I'll take the hit of being a target. And then the Terminus begin moving forward and they come forward into bowshot and set their shields into a tight wall. Uh, don't, don't lose yet. We want them to get no. kind of cocky and close to the barn so we can set it on fire mm-hmm. and <laughs> piss them off. I'm going to let the song fade back because I've got a, a... Actually, I might try one more song one more song one more song I'm going to sing the song of because I suddenly don't that that dead lady (laughs) that song of (laughs) Ilana Sarista yeah I'm going to play her song okay but I'm going to start quiet and I'm going to start with emotion and then I'm going to build up to the powerful chorus TPW style and then I'm going to end it with a a a striking screaming chorus It it sounds pretty impressive coming in behind the heavy troops you see a couple of units of similar size and these how big are these units sorry um each unit is uh roughly a hundred strong what (laughs) (laughs) do you hear the people sing singing the song of angry men so these are significantly sized units Mm. And the Circle Moon, there are there are fewer of the priests. The Circle Moon appear to be archers and spear throwers. Good luck throwing the spears this high, noobs. And they run in... I shouted that, by the way, at them. <laughs> As they're moving here, um, can I quickly talk to one of my guys and ask them if there's any way... I mean, the, the stuff that we've built up ready to set yep. on fire in that barn, um, yep. is that kind of used for instance so is, is there like some oil from a, a lamp or something that we can so we can try and sort of get it going from 
within the entrance to the wall, or do we have to be the, stood inside building up a fire? And you've got it's got quite a lot of tinder in there, so yeah, there, there, there's enough that it can tinder. be. Could a it, fire arrow sort of? Yeah, a, fi- a fire arrow could probably get it going. Okay, and so within the cover of the uh, of the heavy shields, you see the uh, archers coming in and they start to draw and get ready to try and find their range on the wall and then a moment later they start launching arrows at you and the first few arrows fall a little short or aren't making the top and so the whole block both shield wall and archers behind move forward what do you do Uh, i'm going to take my little gang down the trapdoor to cover the entrance to the barn, um, but I'll have, a, have two of them pick up a bow and ready some fire arrows to basically uh, like this when I tell them to. Okay. Um, should we fire Percy? Percival to Percy, you know. Yeah, sure. Go for it. We're going to loose. Draw! Well, f- find. Uh, I would suggest, as there's full units there, you find some range on it uh, whilst you, you safely can. Uh, and then, to be honest, take cover. I mean, there's, uh, what are they going to shoot at? Well, let's, I was going to say, let's just take take some shots. And, and, unless unless they actually are able to get up on the wall at some point, then it's, yep. it's well, neither here just... nor there. And they're not going to be able to do that without removing the cover. Are they using the shield unit as cover for the for the bows? Well, yes. if, if they want to actually do anything to this wall, they've got to do something. Okay, cool. Loose! <laughs> okay. Roll roll me a loose stew. Oh. <laughs> now, At least I get XP. Do, do you want to uh, use a couple of your hold to turn that into a hit? Not yet. Okay. You fire. The arrows mostly just fall short. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you haven't quite hit your range. It's all right, we've got our iron now. But they have. And the next arc of arrows comes over. Uh, oh. Shots. Who's uh, no! another member of your team. I know shots. Uh, takes an arrow right in the thigh. Yeah, and I was going to say it's bleeding really fast. Oh, what? I'm going to dive on him. Take cover, man! <laughs> okay. Uh, Has it gone all the way through? Um, no, it seems to be embedded quite deep in the bone. And she's like in Ooh. a lot of pain. Okay. I'm going to start singing quick as. And hope that I can do something. I might have to rip the arrow out, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I'm like... Sorry, shots. This is going to hurt. Bite. I'm going to give her the hilt of my dagger to bite on, not the blade. Good. Um, okay. Everyone else is taking cover, though. Yes, they're getting behind the crenellations as more arrows rain down. Hopefully, this isn't going to be a, a, a neck-slitting moment. Okay. Well, while you while you sing that song, what are you doing, Percy? Right. So my guys are all down the trapdoor, so they're all relatively safe from this arrow fire. Um, it, except that you have taken the roof out, so there are arrows rattling down, but they're not really like there's a lot of beams and things in the way, so they're not coming in directly. Well, what is the the entrance between the the barracks and the wall? Because uh, I assumed it was like a doorway. But yes. Is it the the entire? Right, so so they're not going to be able to. Unless they get really lucky, they're not going to accidentally shoot through the doorway. No, not while you're in the doorway, for sure. Well done, Jinxie. I will leave my unit down there and get them to just alert me to the fact if any activity seems to be happening down there. And I will go back up on top of the battlements. Uh, Now, all of Stu's lot 
are taking cover, presumably including Stu. Yeah, they've, they've picked up the shields which are next to them to hold them above their heads as well. Yes. So in an attempt to make some sort of display, I'm going to stand pretty exposed and try to attract as much arrow fire as I can. Um, right in the middle of the wall and start picking them off one by one with a bow of my own, which I'll try and pick up from the, the stock of stuff we have. So so give us a uh, give us a volley roll, which is dexterity. See how this goes. Basically, the arrows are bouncing off you and you just line up the perfect shot but maybe the bow you picked wasn't the best because the actual <laughs> one of the arms of the bow just snaps and like catches what? you right in the eye and it doesn't do you a lot of damage but it really flipping hurts ow you only rolled a five it wasn't a one <laughs> anything less than six is no different from a complete failure you can hear chanting oh. by the way there are still arrows coming in How's my song going? Uh, let's find out. Roll charisma. I'm also covering her mostly with a shield. Um. Okay, on on a ten plus on a seven to nine, your spell still works, but you draw unwanted attention, or your magic reverberates to other targets. Yes, you are able to pick up shots, and she's yes. like like the wound closes, and she looks pale, and gradually colour returns as your magic touches on her roll yeah but it does <laughs> oh yeah uh roll roll 1d4 so many dice and none of these are xp dice Th- this is this is this is way too crunchy I sh- we should just be doing more with narrative positioning uh okay Percy, oh, yes! you gain four extra hits or as many Ooh. of that as you can i'm gonna take all four right okay tristan we need to do something uh other than just be completely pinned down. Uh, here's what my plan is. Um, the chanting is getting louder. Here's what my plan is at the moment. We need to... Um, if you can hold cover there, uh, what I'll do is go down, have my guys surround the door, wander out, the, wander out of the door um, so that I'm a nice juicy target, and we'll see if we can tempt some of them to try and rush me. I'll try and tempt them into the, the barn where we'll set fire to it. Now, hopefully, they'll cause some sort of confusion. Uh, if that does, the archer should be exposed. Stop picking people off at that point. How's that sound for... I've got nothing better than that, so... Okay, I'm going to start singing the song of Ariana Grande again. <laughs> Excellent. So I will head... Assuming that Tristan's okay with that? Yep. Yep. Um, I'll take a wander back down the trapdoor into the barracks and stand by the door of the barracks. And Fuck it, we're going to loose on the priest as well, maybe. Bambri style. Just as he's the down. Yeah, yeah, target the priests, definitely. As you get down to the bottom of the stairs, mm-hmm. down to the doorway, the priests' chant reaches some kind of climax, and it uh, reaches That's some kind of conclusion film. for future edit, because I know otherwise <laughs> people will be snickering, it'll be awkward. And, <laughs> and just this absolute wave of icy energy comes straight towards you, Percy. Right. Just actual kicking? If you're going to go and kick him in the nuts? Yeah, why not? I mean, I could try magical spells rather than a d4 damage from my foot as a mage, but who cares? Do it. I've got a rapier. I will try and hit him with that. 
Okay, so you both go straight for him. I need to roll to hit, I realise. I've just rolled damage. Which Yeah, you need to, you need to roll your attack, Banbury. Boom! <laughs> I maxed out damage, but never even hit him in the first place. <laughs> XP me up. Basically, as you go forward to kick him, one of the other hands grabs your leg while it's back and, like, like worries at it. So ro- roll a... Uh, Fuck's sake, Bambari. Not how my name is pronounced. Unugmu. Bambababari. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that hurt a lot more. Yeah, it, it really hurts. And you just tear your foot free. Enigma, as you lunge forward with your rapier, one of the hounds grabs your leg as well. Ow! And uh, so roll a d6. And so both of you, the hounds grab you as you attack, but your attacks land simultaneously. And they both go completely through as if it is pure air. There is nothing in front of you. He's the illusion. Bloody <laughs> balls. Right. Get rid of these dogs. And then okay, we'll I'm going to hit backwards with my rapier to get the one that's on my leg. Okay, roll roll your dexterity. Boom. And give me a damage dice. Boom. Boom, yes. It drops and its blood starts melting into the ground. He's like, what? are you building my pack for me now? That's very generous of you. Ideal, is it? Not the best, no. Right, Ben, is the one that's buying me one of the eye dogs or a grey dog? Um, it's a grey dog. Um, I'm going to hit it with my staff. Okay, give me a roll. <laughs> that's not bad. Better than three fails in a row. <laughs> it depends whether your goal Well, is... to be honest, I'm one XP, I'm one fail away from levelling, so... Mm. I'm two. <laughs> Don't worry, we're going to make that level. We're going to oh, die, yes. but we're going to make level that level two. before we do it. Come on. <laughs> Two new characters are going to rescue those chumps of the border. (laughs) Well, you have established there's basically nothing between you and the bridge. Yeah, as soon as I've got that hound, I'm going to run forward straight through that guy. Splendid. So you have got the hound. Uh, Mag, roll a d6. Three. So he bites you that hard, but then roll your damage. (laughs) You poke him firmly on the nose. It turns out Mage is not so much uh, into close combat. So, Enigma, are you across the bridge? I hope so. As Enigma crosses the bridge, and before Ax turns, and he more or less does that classic shake his fist, what are you doing thing? Like, you damn kids. I'm flipping the bird back at him. And the hounds can't follow you across the bridge. Ha! Chumps! They seem to stop, <laughs> and they start instead more moving around Banbury. Well. Loser! Oh. <laughs> Can I try and shake the one off that's got me and just leg it? Yeah, sure. Defy danger yeah. with dexterity. Because I'm pretty much dead currently. Whoosh. There we go. Yes, you shake it off, you get to safety. That's pretty sweet. That is an entire success. Right, I'm going to join Enigma in flipping them off. And then I'm going to cure light wounds on myself, followed by cure light wounds on Enigma. Thank you. Okay, cast it. As long as I don't balls it up. Yay. Whoa, you have cured all the freaking light wounds. I've never seen light wounds cured that effectively. Were we injured uh, by light? Or does it get rid of sunburn? How many wounds does that sunburn. cover then? Are we full now or are we... <laughs> nice. Well, I might top myself up a little bit more than that before moving on to Enigma, given... Uh, uh, yep, that's better. Although, admittedly, I need to do a check to see how I actually... You need, to, you need to do the roll. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> I'm healing and I failed the spell. Well, I levelled up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Right, so the downside to that is... No, it's all right. It's all right. We're no longer in danger. This is a six. You don't get to choose. <laughs> no, when you roll a six, I have to make a move. Oh. 
Wow. Well, it turns out maybe that guy was wrong and he can get to this side of the bridge. Don't worry, I've healed two hit points. <laughs> okay, I have made a move. Right. You'll find out about it later. Brilliant. I'm going to try and cast a spell again. Okay, give yourself luck. Boom. Okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> you mean out of those negatives again? Now you have your choice. Um, I will be at minus one. I, I, you didn't take one of those negatives last time, so if you wanted to draw unwanted attention, then... No, I, well, I didn't. I don't know that. So I will just heal another two hit points. You're amazing at rolling that. I am win. literally the best wizard. Right, I'm going to cast, uh, try and cast on Enigma. Okay, remember you're minus one, so that is still interim. <laughs> I'll get another minus one, and no doubt, fully heal Enigma. <laughs> I, I really hope to God you don't have to cast another spell. Six! There you go, Enigma, six. Is that six what points I get back? What chuff is that? Yes. Oh, right. I'm still one, one point short of being fully um, healthy. Fuck off, yeah. Fuck off, Enigma, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Thank you, bimity bubbity. That, that's not my name. We're going to the the village with Enigma. Excellent. We're going to the village and buy some more drugs to expedite this travel. You're you're probably about four hours from the village. If you want to make a hurried journey, you can knock an hour off your travel travel time, and you treat it as a move. So. Basically, you would be rolling constitution. Okay. And there are four things. When you arrive, you're not delirious with exhaustion. You do not attract unwanted attention. The journey does not require extra rations. And the military commander is in town when you arrive. And basically, if you roll a 10 plus... On Constitution, you get to pick three of those, which are true. Excellent. And if you roll a seven to nine, you get to pick two, which are true. Yes. I've got a plan. If you roll a three... But you you can just travel at normal speed. And remember that there is also aid and interfere, which means that one of you can aid the other in making a roll. Oh, that was going to be my plan, having read the rules. Yeah, I'm going to aid Enigma in some way... Uh, and help her make the roll. Maybe because I grew up in the woods, uh, I know a little bit about how to speed us up or not to rub poison ivy in our faces or something, you know, yeah, useful uh, woodland type things. And I just know things like how to move quickly. Yeah, don't. Over difficult terrain. Don't lick a badger. You have a bond with her, so you're rolling at plus one. Not bad. Okay, that's pretty good. You're going to uh, expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost, however. And in this case, it is cost. So strike off a set of rations, because you get super hungry on your way. But he does have a ham sandwich. That's fine. Presumably, we've been given two free apples. Does that count? Yeah, one of your apples will count as rations, actually. I'll allow that. I'm feeling generous. Wait, one apple counts as... How skinny are we? You're a scrawny little monkey. I imagine Bambri is a, like, porky little fella. But okay, yep, cool. Okay, well, if you imagine he's porky, he's porky. That's it. That's canon now. <laughs> We're going to load him into so a cannon. So you've got plenty of reserves. You don't need You don't need to supplement it much. Okay, so now Enigma. Enigma. You're rolling Constitution. Boom. Yeah. Nine. Ah, we needed a ten. Well, fuck you. You got a ten because you're running at plus one. Woo! So, in fact, you get to choose which of these are true. Okay. The army guys in town. Yeah, the guys in town. So, you have uh, 
you're not delirious with exhaustion, you do not attract unwanted attention, the journey does not require extra rations, and the commander is in town when you arrive. We definitely want the commander in town when we get there. That's important. Yeah. How many of these were allowed? You can get three. So basically you can pick one which is true. Let's use up a ration, we can just get yeah. there. Yeah, the rations we can do without. Uh, the other one is not attracting due attention. Okay, so strike strike those off on your character sheet, because you do have rations. Uh, dungeon rations, five. I don't. I've got a crystal magic amulet thing, but I haven't got any any food. <laughs> okay, you'll have to borrow some off Banbury then, I guess. What the? F- <laughs> just eat your apples. We had sandwiches earlier. <laughs> Literally, this has been a traumatic fine. couple of days. I've lost. Fine, it's fine. It's okay. Just, you know, I'll just uh, starve. Have an apple. It's not like I saved your life or anything. I realistically love. I, I did. When? You literally ran away and left me. I killed a hound that tried to hurt you and did hurt you. Yeah, and then you ran away and left me. Ran away or escaped in a manner that you could have done if you were a little bit tougher. I'm not I'm not here. I'm not in, in the party for toughness. I'm in it for for good looks and charm. Oh wait, no, that's Fine, whatever, come on. The gate guards are watching you with a kind of baffled expression having this argument <laughs> you come up to the gate of Farndale. There are two guards and they're both kind of stood by the side of the gate. Well in fact they're they're sat on uh, chairs that they've apparently brought out for the purposes at the side of the gate and it doesn't look like it's a busy day. Hello, we wish to speak to your commander. I see, says one of them. She says, and and why do you need to speak to the captain exactly? We need to talk to him on, bus- on business. Um, It's to do with the church. Uh, the other guard says, this sounds exciting. What's going on? Look, it's very urgent. Let us through now. Well, we're not stopping you, really. But uh, do, you, do you want to... Uh, Lieutenant, shall, shall I show them the way? The other guard says, all right, Sally, off you go. She says, oh, all right, come on, this way, this way. And leads you into, uh, into Farndale. Oh. As mm-hmm. it begins to come your way... I will attempt to hold up the frosty sword in front of me and see if I can capture it and fling it back. Okay. You feel your sword starting to vibrate. And just hope that it does something like that. (laughs) Rather than act as a conduit to just turn you to a ball of ice. Well, I'm screwed either way. Either it's going to do something cool, or it's really not. Um, The wall of ice, it comes towards you like a wave, a great pale, frosty wave with sparks of blue light in it. And Mm. as you place the sword out in front of you, the wave sort of almost holds for a moment, and then it is instantly sucked into your sword and you feel the sword get unbelievably cold in your hand I shout slam the blade into the ground (laughs) carry on and it feels as though you are actually going to freeze your arms feels like it's freezing but then you feel this warm glow from your holy symbol spread through your body and it combats the cold in the sword and it wins and you just feel this sword absolutely buzzing with power in your hand Slam it into the um, ground. Yeah, I'll direct it at the units in front of me. If nothing immediately happens, I'll stab it into the ground. Yeah. Nothing happens when you direct it at them. Stab, when you stab, stab, stab it into the ground... Yes! The sword just cuts into the stone like butter. It just mm-hmm. absolutely... It's like there's nothing there, but the sword vanishes straight into it. 
Let's hope it vanishes. And <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> sorry, Percival, bad idea. Fisticuffs here. Gonna work. <laughs> Meanwhile, troops from the uh, nearest group start moving in towards you. Like a, a small detachment from there comes charging in. What weapons are they carrying? They are carrying a mixture. They're carrying big shields and a mixture of short swords and maces. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, how many? How many in the unit? You're you're looking at a like a group of about eight of them just come out towards you. Okay. Um, I'll step back inside the door. Great. Um, and I'll just kind of nod to my guys so that they're prepared. And if they come in, we'll jump them. They do come in. We'll jump them. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man of his word. That sounds like probably a... Let's call it a charge. Roll plus heavy. Nice. You take them all out. One thing that does happen is that when you hit them with your sword, hmm. they are thrown across the room. Cool. Um, so your sword has the powerful tag now. Which means that, in addition to your damage, you will also knock your enemies when you strike them, um, while it keeps this card magical charge. Cool. Um, okay, as we uh, as we get through them, uh, as they drop one by one, or if they all drop in one go, whatever, I want to boot them out of the door one by one. <laughs> so that anybody watching it is like just sees a load of guys come in and then slowly one by one they they fly out piling up on top of each other. That sounds legit. A larger group from the other detachment are now following you in. This is this is like a fairly big group, but your door does provide something of a choke point. Meanwhile, the archers are still firing out, up at the wall, trying to keep your guys suppressed, Tristan. Fuck that. And the priests seem to be trying to build up a new chant. Right. What do you do? As we're pinned down, we're kind of all like looking. I'm like, this is what I was talking about. We either live as cowards or die as heroes. And one <laughs> by one, they look to each other and are like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> Literally stand up. Everyone throws a shield up. And at the same time, it's kind of that throws the shield whilst drawing a sword. And they're like, we will not bow down to you. Evil men, boom, and you can see they have got they've they they know where it went wrong last time. Everyone's eyes on a priest, and it's almost this unspoken. You take that one, I'll take this one. Boom, draw, boom, blows come back. Everyone loose, and as they loose, bam, yep. out comes the first chord of that woman's song. <laughs> Solos, shit is kicking off. The heavens start to open storm clouds rain down and the guys are like what kind of magic is this and i'm like it is purely coincidence i am not doing this <laughs> this is this is nothing to do with me but let's pretend it is so let's roll these ones all right so let's give me uh 2d6 plus two twice in a row though the first one of these is your song Ooh. Boom, seven. That's not great, okay, but it would great. do. That's okay. And uh, um, boom. Yeah, baby. That's my squad. Come on, boots. <laughs> okay, so your arrows find their mark among Fuck the priests. yeah. We high-five. <laughs> high-five roll, a million angels. Roll damage. Bang! Oh, yes. wow. We are fucking on fire. You're keeping these rolls in. 
Your archers inflict the maximum damage they possibly could. Yes, I fucking knew it. (laughs) So your song has increased their damage. (gasps) And a lot of the priest's unit are hit. Yeah, mostly through the eye. Pretty hard. They're injured, (laughs) some are dead, and they are falling back. They also look a lot less confident than they were a little while ago. I'm standing with one leg on the crenellations and my cape is blowing like a motherfucker. And I am singing. (laughs) And now, somehow, they don't know how, but it's like they know the words and everyone in my squad is singing at the top of their lungs and they're just boom, boom, loosing arrows at these cowards as they turn and run. (laughs) Do you hear the people sing? (laughs) Singing the song of that dead girl. I cannot remember her name, but we will win today. (laughs) Meanwhile, well, seen as um, Tristan's inflicted some damage on the priests uh, and we seem to have a more sizable group do it charge kind of overextended themselves from uh, from the rest of the units we will pile out of the yes. the doorway to the cottage and just attempt to overrun um the group that uh, that's been advancing on us this is genuinely exciting <laughs> all right um so this is another charge i want you to roll plus heavy can i use one of those hold things on yes this? you can you can use hold so you can roll plus as an extra plus one. So that'll be okay. 2d6 plus three. Okay, so that's a nine. Would a plus one turn it into an unrelenting success? A plus one would turn it into an unrelenting success. Let's do that. I'll use one of the holds. Okay, so roll 1d8, which is your unit damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Take that! <laughs> Minimal damage. Um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I hadn't seen, but now I do. It's for the look. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you charge through, and you take some of them down. Mm-hmm. Now, you also on a ten plus choose two from this list. Mm. There are no casualties. Morale increases. The enemy are pushed back or out of position, and enemy morale is reduced. We will have no casualties, and enemy morale is reduced. Yeah. Perfect. We are kicking some ass! I just said that to Boots. <laughs> they are pushed back a couple of steps, and you see the main group moving more towards you. And your team are now much more out on the field. And the archers are coming to bear on them as well. We'll drop back into the barracks as soon as we get the opportunity. Okay. The archery unit is quite exposed now, aren't they? The archery unit is quite exposed. What are you going to do about that, Tristan? We know what to do. I don't even say it, and the boom, as one, my unit just lets fly. Okay, give, give me that plus, give me that 2d6 plus two. And they are still singing, do you hear <laughs> the people sing? Oh, yes! You hear the people <laughs> sing. It's the 13 hits for us. <laughs> Bring the rain. That's pretty. Yes, there is a rain of arrows. Um, roll your damage. Who are you targeting? Are you targeting the archers? Uh, the archers that have just turned their attention on Gwyn. Or Percival. No roll for names. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, are, are you targeting the archers that are exposed by the heavies moving forward? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so, roll roll your damage. Now, how can I bolster that damage? You can't bolster the damage, but you have hurt them. 
That's okay. a quite decent damage, to be honest. Yeah, that is that is a fair oh, amount of damage. I, I damage is a little bit funny when it's unit to unit because your your size versus their size means that yeah. all your arrows hitting all their guys is still proportionally not that many of their guys. Yeah. But what this means is that your arrows are super lethal. Yeah, and that that heavy unit realizes it has to back the fuck up. Otherwise, yes. more of their archers are going down. And as soon as we've loosed, we drop back behind cover because we're not stupid. In addition, you get to choose. Ooh. You get to choose either their morale is affected or they're unable to advance or are driven back. Morale. Yeah, it's got to be morale. Okay. No worries. They're shaken, man. You can see it. They are starting to think, "Holy crap! What have we bitten off? More than you can chew!" That's what I shout back to them. It's, it's out of context. They've just seen a man standing on their mid-song. More than you can chew. Down in and in and they all keep seeing. What was that part of the song? Percival, they're they're following you back into the building. The the smaller group, but there's a larger. The rest of their unit pretty much are behind them. What are you doing? Uh, we want to lead them all the way back into the building so that we're almost fighting around that sort of innermost choke point, um, the entrance between the yep. barracks and the wall. Okay. And we basically want to want to hold them there um, and until we get as many people in as possible, then we're going to start losing five arrows and really going for it on the barracks. So you've got hold position. Yeah. If there's only ever going to be about 20-odd of them, then we will just attempt to, to hold Okay, great. So that that's roll plus heavy, so that's 2d6 plus 2. Oh, you guys are freaking lucky. Yeah. I can't believe how lucky you are. So if they use another one of those holds, yep. then... That's a 10 plus. Yes, that's, that's probably worth it. You get to choose two from the unit holds their ground, there are no casualties, unit morale increases, or unit causes damage. Um, what determines whether they would be casualties anyway? Morale and damage. Anyway? Morale and damage. Um, morale and damage. If you don't choose, there are no casualties, then there being casualties is open to happening. Oh. Right, okay. There will be no casualties. Yes. Um, and... Morale increase. Come on, we're kicking ass. Give our men something to fight for. We're already at max max morale, thanks to your amazing speech. Oh, yeah. Um, so we can't damage their morale, so we'll cause damage. Okay. You've got, like, between you with your sword, like, when you catch one, you just flick them across the room, and the rest of your team, they're pretty tough. You know, Nails is a really strong guy. You've That's got why Ang- I pointed to him. You've got <laughs> Angry, who is a superb fighter. She's really got, got it going on with, uh, with the sword. And Gramps, for all that he's quite old, has a really deft hand with the, uh, with the old blade. He, he's, <laughs> he, he's an old... Deft hand, Gramps. <laughs> you, you better keep Gramps alive. He is the most important one. You haven't nodded at him once in this entire I've fight. Not, there's not been that. That's not raised its head so far. <laughs> there are still a fair few of them, and the larger group are coming in behind. Hmm. There's, there's also forty-three and a half hours to go, so I'm sure there'll be plenty of nodding opportunity. <laughs> it's going to be the uh, slowest uh, nod in history. <laughs> yep. So, so what what are you going to do, uh, Tristan? Do we have any fire nearby? Currently, your guys with the uh, with the tinder and the uh, ready to go fire arrows are all down around the barn, really. Ah, oh, dick stains. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that those heavies 
Uh, we're just going to loose on those archers again. Okay, great. Um, give, give me that roll. Oh, could have been worse. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Um, so, so it was either do damage, they can't move, they're driven back, or their morale is reduced. Yeah. And I'm assuming if their morale gets too reduced, they're going to break. That, that will have the effect of breaking them, yes. Yeah, we're going to reduce the morale again. But we we don't get a damage roll as well. No. Okay, we'll break that morale. So your arrows rain down, and having lost the cover of their, of yeah, their heavy right. armour, they actually uh, start backing away. Yes! Oh, shit, I forgot. They're archers, though. So it doesn't really matter <laughs> too much. I should have gone for damage. Um, well, they're, they're archers, but they back out of range. Well, them. Yes! That is pretty... Oh, I've just... <laughs> I had my dice roll box covering the two round shields, the three raindrop shields, and <laughs> I was I was like, we're doing really well, move that... Oh, crap. <laughs> the, oh, dear. Th- these heavies that are moving in towards the barracks, though, presumably if yeah. they're, they're heading towards the entrance to that, then they're leaving their backs exposed to the archers. Um, they're, they're in fairly good order, so they're, so they're actually keeping shields up, but to cover their own movements but they are certainly more right. exposed than they were yeah they're not purely focused on defending against the archers you've got a choke point that you can only get so many people through the door at the moment so i figured i'd let you handle them while we got the archers off your back okay. and now we're we're back behind cover what are you going to do percy they you're in the doorway you've held them back but a larger force is encroaching behind them the units that are on the field at the moment what sort of proportion of the entire army does that represent? Is those two sort of bandage um, shield units were they clearly the the front of the army, or are there legion upon legion of those sorts of things ready to go? They are the heaviest units you've seen, but there are more units behind everyone who is currently on the field. So the people you can see here are not all the units by any means. Hmm. But these seem to be like the heaviest members of the whole organisation. Really? Yep. Impressive. What do we think? Do we know what the Circle Spaceship Men are yet? Um, those are scouts. Those are like the scouts you saw earlier. Okay. Ah, yes, yes. And again, they they are mostly archer and projectile, but they're kind of a general scouting unit. They seem to be one group of them seems to be exploring around the cliffs they look like they may be looking for a way to get up and to flank you son of a bitch we thought okay. of that though we're not stupid I, th- I think we probably we've taken no casualties so far we've got a small amount of the the heavies in there trying to bat down the gate but we're holding them i think we can probably afford to hold for just a little longer okay um, before blowing our only only trick wheel, really. Let's face it. So yeah, we'll, we will hold again. Our, our morale is still sort of top. Yeah, your morale is still very high, which yeah, is I'm amazing. not surprised. We're kicking um, the shit out of but them. But the, these guys are really redoubling their uh, assault on you. So you're going to hold again, Percy? Yes, we will. Okay, let's see it happen. Three. Oh, yes. <laughs> just about just about that was lucky so here are your options so you can choose one the unit holds their ground there are no casualties morale increases or the unit causes damage maybe you go for the damage (laughs) um actually no hold 
no dam no taking damage. Whole, it's it's going to be either whole ground or no casualties. I'd say no um, casualties at the moment. There's what if mm. we don't choose whole ground? What does that mean? They start piling through the door. You're going to be pushed back. Um, okay, that doesn't sound so good. Let's go with. But you're still pretty flexible up top, aren't you, Tristan? You oh can, yeah. You, for healing wise, you could if I called for you. Yeah, worst case scenario. Start picking us up. Okay, um, we'll hold ground. It it it's it's a pretty young guy called Baby who gets cut down. <gasps> no, what? And, they, and and he's uh, you know he's he's experienced, but he just hasn't had to fight in these situations. And the sword comes through and almost like cuts to the bone on his left arm. Oh, his and he's he's bleeding really heavily, but you've held position, and they haven't managed to push past you. Um, another rain of arrows from the other archers comes onto the top of the wall, Tristan. What do you do? I have I seen or heard any of the like blood curdling screams? Do I know this dude's injured, or am I? Are we because I don't want to flange. No, it. you can you can hear combat, but down we don't there, know there's anything. But you can't really make out what's happening. It's it's a little hard even to tell who's yeah, who. Yeah, well, I can't. I'm not going to use. I would never use OC knowledge to give me icy gain. <laughs> <laughs> so, I. Run down and start healing the baby. <laughs> um, we're uh, obviously... Is it possible to, to make a character move outside of your unit move? Because I can also heal. Yes, of course. Um, so uh... Okay, right. so I can try and deal with it initially. Okay. So the archers have just loosed, but that's fine. So the archers have loosed towards your team on the wall. We're going to take cover. You're going to take cover? Okay, give me a roll for that. Yeah, we're taking cover. All of our shields are up. And we're kind of in enough of a position that we've kind of locked shields overlapping. So we're we're protecting each other yes okay great so uh oh you get to safety but either there are casualties or the unit are scattered and will take time to reform or the unit lose one morale because they're intimidated by the attack um we'll take a morale i think that's fine because war is scary you know this is the first time we've nearly come yeah. with the fire so we're going to take a hit what morale do we have currently as in number wise so morale is like a scale from uh, one which is like or zero Bad. which is like breaking up to five which is victorious and you're on five so you go back from victorious down to it's still something like confident so it, it's not a bad okay yeah that's fine we'll take yeah. confident I'm going to give a little bit of a I kind of do a little laugh and a chuckle <laughs> like they did that stupid scene in 300 and we we're actually while we're we're you know we're rattled we're like you say we're confident we kind of laugh as we realize we've taken no damage percy uh you've got your guy is down can't move in and attempt to heal him are you going to use the healing spell or are you going to lay on hands uh hang on that's going to force me to actually look at what the difference is i think the healing spell's better isn't it well, some would say, but I like lay on hands because if you fail, you get the damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That really sucks. That... It's an amazing thing. It's like the best yeah. possible healing power. Um, I'll cast a spell because that really sucks. <laughs> okay. Eight. You get to choose one. You draw on welcome attention or put yourself in a spot. The casting distances you from your deity. Take minus one on going to future spells. Or after you cast it, the spell is revoked by your deity. You cannot cast it again until you commune and have it granted to you. No, don't do that one. Um, I'll put myself in a spot and I will heal him for seven damage. His wound is healed and he gets up 
and he like looks in your face and he's like kiss me <laughs> <laughs> I kiss him yeah. and, and he looks in your face and he's, he looks super grateful and then he looks past you and his face turns to kind of horror <laughs> should have just laid on hands <laughs> <laughs> and as you start to turn you see that there is someone behind you with a war hammer just swinging down at you Ooh, <laughs> that's the worst possible weapon <laughs> <laughs> oh. no <a> fuck <laughs> Fondale's a relatively... It's kind of a medium-sized town because it's quite close into the border. Um, it gets a reasonable amount of passing commerce and it, it does reasonably well for itself. There is a guardhouse on one side of the market square and she leads you into this building, which which does seem a little bit empty. And, and the whole time she's chatting away, but fairly brisk and trying to get some gossip from you. So what do you tell her? Um, well, we've just come back from a bit of a journey, so I can't tell you everything. I mean, um, you know, just, you know, keep your blade sharp. She's, oh, go on, go on, tell, tell us something. You've got, you've got an active fae outside the village, you know that, right? Really? The cloud of teeth is just wandering around in the woods, trying to, like, take people <sighs> off and eat. start a panic. Well, these are the guards, they ought to be doing something about him. Well, that does sound exciting. I thought old, uh, Melika had that in hand. Well, apparently he's uh, getting... Well, apparently he's not in hand. Someone ought to do something about There's that. There's a whole cloud of teeth business going on. Yeah, he's a vicious little bugger, he is. Illusionary dogs and sausage monsters and things. Sucking blood in the earth. That sounds most concerning. Well, that certainly sounds you've, like you've had quite a time of it. Hold, hold on a moment, and she's uh, led you up upstairs in the guard building onto this kind of, like, balcony that overlooks the main uh, main hall in there. And she bangs on her door and goes, Captain, Captain, there's, uh, there's some people to see you. On the door is a little sign that says, Captain Marcus Basin. His name sounds like a pun. She says, Captain Basin. Captain Pasin, there's there's some people to see you. You hear from the other side, well, Sherman, and you open the door, and there's a there's a relatively young, smartly dressed man in there. Yo, oh, hello. Yes, how how can I help you? We've got some rather urgent news for you. I see, I see, and, and <laughs> is it that thing about the uh, upper farm valley? Because I think we've got that fine now. It's not that. It's not that. Uh, oh, slight... oh, I see. Well, what is it? Well couple of things. Uh, number one, you have got um, a, a fey, a, the cloud of teeth chap, not very far from outside your village. Mm. Don't like the sound of that. couple of hours out. Might want to keep an eye on that. I'll, I'll, I, think, I think that'll be a task for the priests, actually. Okay, okay. Um, um, I, I... Mainly we're telling you about him because you're going to need to be marching quite a lot of people through that woods soon. Yeah. And they ought to be aware that he's there. He he looks very serious. Marching people? Why? Yeah, so there's an army coming from Sudek, and they're literally at the border crossing. Now, they're being led by ice priests. Well, actually, we think they're being led by an mercenary company, but there's a bunch of ice priests with them. And currently, the border guard we rescued a couple of days ago are holed up there with a couple of members of our party, getting ready to basically defend the, the nation by themselves. So we need messengers sent out from this village straight away to rally the troops to get every armed man every unarmed man to get armed 
and to get up to the border to defend our land. Also women. Also women, because we're not sexist. And because they're harder than men. Yeah, that, that as well. Well, well, he says, this this is most perturbing. This is up on Windrush Pass, then. Yes. Yep. Not the... Su- oh. There's a lot of them up there. There's magic and chanting and all sorts. What we need, specifically from you, is we need yes. to make sure that this message gets out to all the other local villages and, obviously, to the capital so we can start move- getting troops moved. If we wait, if we muck about here, if we're not fast enough, they're just going to roll through. They're going to take your land first and then roll into the rest of Karis. This is this is most, most perplexing. Yes. Yes, no, this... Well, look, now... You'll have to excuse me, and and this wouldn't normally th- be a problem. But I, uh, I, do you do you have any evidence of this? Because we we've had some quite scurrilous things coming back and forth like recently. Why, only a couple of days ago, we heard there was trouble in upper in the uh, in the upper Farn Valley. And if I'm honest, I've dispatched the town garrison to check it out because it sounded a bit like uh, some kind of Sudex shenanigans. Messengers have come back now that it's nothing to do with them, apparently, but, well, I, it all seems a bit funny that this should suddenly happen at the same time and with the guards out of town. Look, what, can you offer us any clear proof? Well, that was clearly a faint manoeuvre so that they draw the uh, people out. Is there, is there a church in this village? There, there is, of course, the temple in the, uh, it's just the other, other side of the market. Um, why, why do you wish to go there? Well, because we've been employed by the church to go and do something for the church. Now, if we say who the paladin is to the church members, they'll know him, know he's a man of good standing, and we'll see this letter that we're to give them, and we'll be able to confirm to you that we are telling the truth. Oh, oh, may, may I see it, or is it exclusively for the church? I'm pretty sure it's meant to be for the church, but if you come with, I'm sure the whoever the head of your church is, more than happy for you to read the letter. We need to move as quickly as possible. Yes, yes, of of course we do. Very well, come on. And uh, he leads you out of his office, um, and the market squares. Uh, it's got a few stands in it, people selling vegetables and things, but it, it's not very busy at this time of year on this time of day in the middle of the week. So you just kind of. He strides straight across, and a couple of people call out, Hello, Captain Ekarv, gives them a little wave as you go past. And there is the traditional hexagonal building of the church on the opposite side. He uh, opens the door, and he calls out, Mirius? Mirius? You in there? And a fairly elegant young priestess emerges from some kind of side door in the temple, and comes over and says, Yes, Marcus, what is it? Says, These people want to see you. And she turns to you and says, How can I help you? And she she kind of looks over Enigma and she looks over Banbury and you can see Enigma, you're reasonably good with people. You can see her trying to conceal the disgust as she looks at Banbury. I know. She doesn't quite manage it. I, I just give her a knowing nod. <laughs> I'm gonna give her a knowing fart. <laughs> It's, you, you exchange the slow nod, which is apparently the way people in this game... The slow nod. I'll just lean to the side slightly. Everyone knows what that's a sign of. Tap nose. And clench a little. And then lean back. And, and she says, can I help you? Uh, I'll hand her the letter. She looks at it, looks at the seal and says, ah, and reads it. And as she's reading it, the generally polite smile just more or less drops off her face. And she looks up at the captain and says... 
This is very urgent. And she looks at both of you. And Banbury, she may almost look like she's taking you seriously. Shit. I'll realise that it was actually a shot and that I might have a little bit of poo <laughs> just in my pants in this temple. And I'll excuse myself and try and find whatever facilities they've got. <laughs> um, well, you'll you'll probably find a, a conveniently located side street just off the square that probably gets... No, nope, if I can find, you know, some kind of monk's robe or whatever I can to wipe up, jobs are good. Um, she says, well, this really is most serious. Marcus, do you... Uh, can you send the guard up there? You've got to get everyone you can as soon as possible. There's another thing as well. Um, it doesn't say it in the letter. Uh, we told Marcus earlier on, there's... Um, there's a cloud of teeth, fella, the other side of the bridge, a few hours from here. Might want to factor that into your plans. Oh, yes. He's, um, you know, feeding off blood, especially if there's a battle. Might be a problem. That does sound serious. Very well. I will, uh, yes, Maleka. Maleka? I will, I will have to send some people up to, uh, support her if I can. If, so, who have you got, Marcus? And Marcus just looks downcast and he says, I sent out the garrison two days ago and they haven't returned yet. <laughs>